Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Cheered podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. I want to welcome you into the show this morning. So today I'm going to tackle a topic that I've touched on before, but I'm going to really let the chickens come home to roost on this one because I, you know, this is nothing new. In fact, I actually had a conversation a couple weeks ago in one of my law classes about this. The topic is the immigrant, the immigration invasion. Now, I know a lot of you are going to be triggered by that because you've been You've been conditioned to believe that immigrants are good, that the immigrants that came through Ellis Island in yesteryear that worked in the factories on the East Coast, that worked in the mines, that they're the same immigrants that are coming in today. I even talk with my own grandfather, and I love him. I love my grandfather. He and I just don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, and this is one of those issues. He thinks that... The immigrants are coming here because they're running away from tyranny and oppression and whatnot. That might be true. Guess what? Most places on earth fit that description. I know you don't want to hear it, but most places on earth fit inside that category. So what? We're supposed to let most of the world in here? Who don't, they don't appreciate our values as Americans. They don't believe They don't know about the Founding Fathers. They don't know about American history. They barely know how to read. They've never used toilet paper or a toothbrush. And yet we want them to come in here and vote in our elections, take our welfare, take our jobs, undermine the American economy, and and get free hotel rooms, free health care, and everything that your grandfather didn't get after he came back from World War II in Vietnam. And I'm supposed to sit here and just dummy up and say nothing, right? Is that, is that what I'm supposed to do? Oh, and for those of you who don't think, I actually had a whole argument about this in my law class. Apparently, people don't think that illegal aliens vote. Apparently, they just think they just come here and they work all, they all work really hard and they don't go on welfare and they help build our economy. You know, and the same people who say that the, the slaves built America. That's like saying that the Chinese who were conscripted to build the railroad tracks in California built California. Well, they didn't build California. They built railroad tracks. And for those of you who think that slavery built America, uh, slavery was only concentrated in the southern part of the United States, the agricultural part of the United States. Also, only 1% of the South owned slaves. Not that they didn't want to, they couldn't afford it. And part of that 1% was freed blacks who then also owned black slaves. But again, this is not about slavery. This is just meant to show you that a lot of things you believe are built upon total and absolute houses of cards and garbage. And for those of you who don't believe me when I say that, that the illegal aliens vote in our elections, well, I would love to show you this. What are you looking at? Well, let's go up to the top of it. This is from the National Conference of State Legislatures. And this is a graph of the voter ID laws in each state. From no documentation required at all to very strict photo ID laws in the states. And oh, would you look at that. Uh, Oregon, no documentation. California, no documentation, which I can personally confirm. I voted in California back in the day. And the last election of Trump versus Biden. Yes, I was old enough to vote. And uh, I walked in, and I voted. I went up to give my. I get, went up to gave my. I was about to show them my 
driver's license, and they were like, oh, no, no, you don't, we don't need that. Just go over here and vote. And I was like, what? You don't need voter ID to vote? Oh, yeah. No, you don't need it. In fact, they come in by the bus loads, like the charter buses you see at the high schoolers go onto their um their games. Oh, yeah, there were shuttles of people coming in to vote and all that, but you don't, you don't want to hear that. Oh, you want to hear that the nice, you know, middle-aged to older-aged women with tennis sneakers are going to tell Mr. Illegal Alien with tattoos on his eyeballs that he can't vote. Yeah, that's not happening. So, California, no voter ID. Shocking. It's almost like that's where all the Democrats get, get elected. Nevada, no voter ID. Uh, Oklahoma, none. Nebraska, none. Alaska, none. Hawaii, none. Uh, Illinois, Chicago, none. Minnesota, uh, you know, the same place where, um, what's, what's her face? Ilan Omar, none. Uh, Virginia, none. New York, none. Vermont, Bernie Sanders' hometown, none. Maine, none. D.C., none. Pennsylvania, none. New Jersey, none. You get the picture, right? Versus Florida, voter ID is requested to vote. Texas, voter ID. Wyoming, voter ID. North Dakota, voter ID. Ohio, ID. Indiana, ID. Wisconsin, ID. Missouri, ID. You get the picture, right? Most of these are Democrat states. I mean, no, sorry. Most of these are Republican states that actually have voter ID. And the Democrat strongholds have no voter ID. And they also, guess what? California, on the border. Arizona has some voter ID laws. Not complete, but some. You get the picture, right? Texas, voter ID is just requested. It's not mandatory. My friends, this is just when it comes to the polls. This is not even when it comes to actually counting the votes. Because make no mistake about it, it does not matter who casts the votes. It matters who counts the votes. You know who said that? Joseph Stalin, leader of the Communist Party, in the Soviet Union. Now, for those of you who think they all come here to work, well, that is also false. Because guess what? Billions of dollars are spent on welfare for illegal aliens. Billions of dollars are spent for education to teach the children of illegal aliens. I did a whole show on this about the money that's spent. Billions of dollars is spent on the illegal aliens. Now, there are some who work very hard. This is true. But they are not the norm. Now, let's look at this. Let's go. We mentioned California, right? Let me show it to you again. California, no voter ID. Let's go to this. Most likely, look. At, let's look at the voting. Let's call voting by um, demographics. The Hispanics are about to overtake the white population in California. Non-registered Hispanics, 57%. You think that's a might correspond with the fact that the border's wide open and that California is a welfare state? Maybe? A little bit? Maybe? And uh, let's see. where. Oh, here it is. 
independent likely voters. I don't like the term likely voter. I like the term registered voter. Unregistered adults lean Democrat. <gasps> you don't say. It's almost like adults are pouring in over the border. And this is from the Public Policy Institute of California. This is not something I'm just making up. It's on the screen. If you want to go, go to YouTube. Watch this video. Let's see. Among independent likely voters. I don't like the term likely voters. Then you Right away, you know it's fake. Right away, you know it, the whole thing is skewed. Because likely, how do you measure likely? I like the term registered voters. But even likely voters, the Democrats are still far ahead. They're trying to even cushion it with likely voters, not even registered voters. And they're still getting, they're still showing that they're out of control, in control. They're, they're, they're vastly outnumbering the Republicans in the state. Do you think that's an accident? It's not. Lean Democrat are ideologically mixed. Oh, really? A lot of ideology mix-ups when 49% are Democrats and 26% are Republicans. And that's even when they've skewed the numbers, in my estimation, to fit what they want. They're even cushioning the blow. In my class, my professor, who is not, he, he is not a Republican. He even looked at the voting rolls. We looked at it in class. And he showed us, I, I, I should find what he showed us, but he didn't give me the source that he was looking at. But you saw a source that said that there is like 36,000 new Republicans uh, registered to vote in California and 2.6 million new people registered to vote Democrat in California. That's right. You heard me right. 2.6 million. He even read that number and he paused and he was like, what? No, that can't be right. Yes, it is. And guess what? Do you think it corresponds with the fact that the border is wide open like SpongeBob's mouth? With illegal aliens running out of your soup? I think there might be a little bit of a correlation. Now, I want to provide some context for you. So, let's look at the ancient world, because this is nothing new. Let's look at the ancient world, shall we? Now, they mentioned the Bible. You can also you can look at the Bible. You can look at historical texts of the time, like um, Hammurabi and whatnot. The Babylonians, when they conquered Jerusalem in, in particular, moved the population from their native homeland to somewhere else to drag them away to a distant land to where they would not feel the desire to fight, to rebel. And this is not a unique case according to what we're looking at right here, which the source, let's see, what is the source? It's a .uk. I have to, I don't know, I forget what the name of it is, but it's the dot, it's .uk, so it's a government source or an educated source. Let's see, there's a picture right here. There's a convoy of Babylonian deportees leaving their captured city, organized and supervised by the Assyrians. They would deport the people from their own lands to separate them from their heritage because it would be less likely to rebel in a foreign land with foreign customs. 
This is how they controlled people. This is how they controlled the groups they conquered. They separated them from the homeland of their ancestors. It says, we can read 2 Kings if we want. It says, make your peace with me and come out to me. Then every one of you will eat of his own vine and every one of you will eat of his own fig tree and every one of you will drink the water of his own cistern until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land with grain and wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and honey, that you may live and not die. This is basically saying there will be a time when the Jews would come back to their homeland of Israel, of Judah. To the, all of you haters out there who say that Israel was founded in the 40s, the 1940s. No! They've existed. This is back in 701 BC. And they were there a lot, way before then. That was just when they were conquered by the Assyrians. Israel was conquered by the Assyrians, and then Judah was conquered by the Babylonians. So for those of you who don't know history, please go ahead and look at it because you're uneducated and you're stupid and I'm sick of seeing you on Twitter acting as stupid and anti-Semitic at the same time. I'm sick of it. Anyways, back to this. Deporting political enemies, forcing resettlements could refer to very different scenarios. According to them, let's see, it is, a closest, it is probably closest to our modern notion of deportation where we read an inscription of the Assyrian king that in 720 BC, he pardoned guilty Assyrians and he had them settle in a new place somewhere else. Okay, so that's political. So again, this goes back to the deportation of people. But this didn't just mean criminals. This is back here. When they conquered, they would move them to forced resettlement. And forced resettlement was a policy in the ancient world, in the ancient Near East, and was well documented. For over two millennia, they would take a people group, take them away from their ancestral lands, have them live and settle somewhere else. They'd be in a foreign land with foreign people, and they'd be less likely to revolt. Because back in the day, it was very, and even now, I would say, it's very important, whether it's your hometown, your home state, people have roots of where their ancestors once were. And that land is special to them. I mean, I have a hometown. I don't live there anymore, but I grew up there. And that place is special to me. So you can imagine what it was like living in the home of your ancestors, but you're forced to move somewhere else. And you feel unsettled, uprooted. And you're less likely to rebel because you're in a new place with new people and new customs. This is how they controlled people in the ancient world. They didn't have technology. They didn't have advanced weaponry. They had to resettle them. Now let's look at, let's, let's take this and let's look at the modern day lens. How many of you believe that this mass immigration from everywhere in the world, don't think they just come from Mexico and Guatemala and El Salvador. No, they come from a lot of other places too. They just come through the southern border. How many of you actually think that this is not going to affect us? If you think that, you're a fool. Just because it hasn't affected your suburb, in your neighborhood, in your city directly, does not mean that it will not affect you. It has already affected our economy. Just look at how much money we spend 
on housing for illegal aliens, on health care and legal care for illegal aliens. We used to have an organized immigration policy in this country. Now, we just open the floodgates and let everybody come in. This is not immigration. This is an invasion. Do you really think the government's spending billions of dollars on these people because they're kind and they care? No, they're doing it so that they can get something in return. If you actually think that the government's doing it because they're kind and nice, you are, you are so naive. You are so naive and stupid. You've been watching too, many, too much TV and too many movies as far as I'm concerned. I mean, let's look at these numbers right here. According to CNBC, which is basically a government-owned, a government-mandated, government-owned subsidiary in my estimation, the U.S. has welcomed over 500,000 immigrants in this year. They're admitting to 500,000. We know it's a lot more. Those are just the ones they've counted, much less the ones they haven't counted. Look at this, the top countries of origin for the ones they've caught, much less the ones that have not been caught, who have scurried over the border. Mexico, 24%. India, 6%. China, 5%. Philippines, 5%. El Salvador, 3%. Vietnam, 3%. You really expect me to believe they're not terrorists? They are not low-grade spies or anyone else that's coming on over the border? Are you stupid? Over 2,200 immigrants or refugees arrived in the United in the United States daily because of, to become permanent residents. 2,200 a day arrive in this country, and that's just what they can confirm, much less what they're not telling us or what has not been counted. About 5,000 foreigners make unauthorized, in other words, illegal entries to the United States every day. 5,000. Every day. My friends, do you really think these people don't vote? Do you really think these people don't affect the local, the state, the federal elections in this country? Let's go back to this. Look at all these states with no voter ID laws or very weak voter ID laws. Almost every state in the country. And yet 5,000 people are coming in the border a day? You really don't think they're not going to affect these elections? But according to a Hispanic woman in my class, voter ID people uh, who are illegal aliens can't vote. Because she probably saw it on TikTok somewhere. This is what I'm talking about. These people are stupid. And they're, they're allowing the illegal aliens to steal your birthright. And I don't say this because I hate them. I don't blame them for coming here. If I was poor, if I was offered the opportunity to go to the best country that's ever existed in the history of the world, I'd probably take it too. I don't blame them. I blame the government, local, state, and federal, for allowing this. Mainly the federal government because immigration is controlled by the Fed. It was Obama who really drove that one home. My friends, this is the problem. They are not just coming here and it's not going to affect you. It's affecting you already. That's why it's an invasion. 
maybe, but of course, people are gonna, people are gonna tell me I'm just a far right winger, which I'm not. I'm an independent. If this wasn't happening, I would say that's great, but it's not. I'm just an independent conservative type guy. And I call things out the way I see it. And that makes me the biggest enemy out there because I'm a free thinker. Free thinkers are the most dangerous element in any social order. Not the know-nothings, morons, lemmings who follow with the, get with the program. I don't get with the program. I make my own. That's what makes me dangerous. What do you think? Am I, am I paranoid? Am I, out of, am I out of line? What do you think? Let me know. My friends, until next time, God bless your families. God bless America. We need to really have, we need mandatory voter ID laws in this country. We have island nations like Trinidad who have voter ID and yet states like California don't have any. Foul, fair, what do you think? You make up your own mind. I'm out of here. Peace.